Couple Reactions Podcast, episode 13. I'm Anthony, that's Nicole. I'm Nicole. <laughs> so, um, since the last time, it hasn't been that busy, but some things have happened. Yes, and, yes. And uh, try to catch up. Sorry, we've been a little bit busy. Um, but, Not really. So, here it is. I think the last big thing was uh, Nipsey Hussle. His memorial was at Staples Center, and um, yeah. So, what did you think about it? Well, I started to watch the live feed. It's they said it was gonna start at one, but it started around like two, and there's they're just showing people standing outside. But um, I just watched up to what did I watch up to until March until Karen Civil speech. From reading the letter from Barack Obama, um, the photo montage got me and my feelings. So I was like, I need to shut this off. So I don't feel like being sad for another three hours. So I really didn't watch the rest of the whole memorial. Yeah, well, like most people, I was at work, so I didn't have a lot of time to watch it. I streamed it on my phone. <clears throat> I saw uh, some of his fans commenting. Um, there was a lot of people out there in L.A. I saw, it's going to be out of order, but I guess Marsha Ambrosia sing. Um, Snoop Dogg, I saw a little bit. Well, I didn't see Snoop Dogg live, but I saw a recap of that. Um... You know, it's it's a memorial, so it was sad, but um, it, it was a big turnout for it. So. Yeah, first I thought the Staples Center was gonna be too big, but ended up being packed for the memorial. I mean, a lot of thought-provoking speeches and. I think mainly from his brother, who's still, you know, shaken by the whole thing. It was nice to see Lauren London speak about his passing. It seems on the outside, on the surface, that she's holding pretty well, considering the circumstances. Yeah, I liked her speech. It was nice. Uh powerful I mean she has no other choice but to keep it together she has kids and and she's being strong um I saw the Farrakhan parts of his speech he kept calling it Nipsey Hussle and shit Nipsey Russell Nipsey yeah he kept calling Nipsey Russell it was kind of funny um yeah I mean I don't really know it's a shame it was a nice ceremony for him. And, you know, I like their little, uh, I don't know what you call it, parade or whatever. The procession? Yeah, that when they drove his casket through L.A. So, you know, hopefully they carry his legacy on. It was a... Uh, it was, 
I guess the biggest one I've, I've ever seen for a rapper. I can't think of another one. I mean, has it? Well, when Tupac and Biggie died, they didn't have their um, services on TV or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it was before, you know, the technology, I guess, was there or they didn't use live TV for definitely not for rappers funerals so now that we have streaming and everything they streamed it because I guess you could see the public's reaction and how much the positivity I guess he was doing for his community the positive things they decided to stream it so that was nice yeah Is that all you have to say about that? Or? I mean, I think so. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, well, that was a... A sad memorial, but it was nice. So what else do you want to talk about? Well, did you see the video of YG, like, smoking one last time at... Nipsey's grave site. Did you see that video? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't... To me, I think it was kind of tasteless, but that's just me. Well, I mean, he's a gang member. That's that's gang shit. That's what they do, so... You know, that's what you expect. Leave my grave site alone. (laughs) I mean, he was a... A known gang member, he lived that life. I'm sure he wouldn't have cared. Uh-huh. The family knew he was in the gang. There were people at the memorial cursing and carrying on and shit. So they were doing. It was a gang member's funeral at the end of the day. So if you ever seen one, like if you live in a city where there's gangs and a gang member dies, it's a different thing when they have a funeral. When that when the gang members get together, they mourn in a different way. But so, you want to talk about this Guava Island thing? Well, I think it'll be a better segue to talk about the Reggie Bush and Karen Civil issue because it relates to Nipsey Hussle. Okay. So basically, Reggie Bush set up a donated ten thousand dollars and set up a GoFundMe in order to donate to Nipsey's children, considering that he was recently murdered. And uh, he was supposedly asked in private by his family to dismiss the GoFundMe and to like just, I guess, get rid of it. And so Karen Civil also tweeted this at him. And then they got into this big ordeal, arguing arguing about whether or not the GoFundMe is right or wrong and things like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess he was trying to do, he felt like he was doing the right thing. I don't know. Um, Reggie Bush went to, I know he went to college at UFC, USC. So... Maybe he knew Nipsey, maybe he didn't. You know, he probably was just doing too much trying to help, but 
it appeared that Nipsey had all his stuff, his things in order for his kids and his family. He had businesses, investments, and things. So I guess it wasn't necessary. So that's why she, Karen Civil, told Reggie Bush it wasn't necessary for him to do that. But he insisted upon doing it. But, you know, he stopped, I, I guess. Um, he was just, I guess he was trying to help. I don't know if he was trying to scam people, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was mostly a misunderstanding. I don't, I don't think he would do this in a malicious way. So, but at the end of the day, he did remove the GoFund, the GoFundMe page. But he, you know, he defended himself and said that he didn't do this out of any malice. Yeah, I don't think Reggie Bush needs any money. I mean. He's not that far removed from playing football that he would need to scam anybody, but you, know, you should probably talk to the the family first before you go and start doing things. It's not like he's that big, bigger than Nipsey was that, you know, maybe he could have, maybe is. he could have got, you know, maybe he could have gotten some more money raised for his programs or his charities maybe they should have let him do it because Reggie Bush has all those coaches and alumni that probably don't even know who Nipsey is that would have just gave money just because of Reggie so yeah I mean but not even the family has said like to donate to his business ventures yet or anything yeah it's still soon. It's all a sudden for them, so maybe they're not ready. They're still mourning, so they're probably not ready for that yet. So what else? Mm. Is there anything else pertaining to this? To the... Well, I know you wanted to talk about Kodak Black and T.I. I don't really want to talk about it. I mean, the only thing I'll say is I think it's going too far. Like, as far as um, this all started out for, uh, what's his name? Oh, damn, for Nipsey. And then um, it's turning into Kodak Black versus T.I. And, you know, uh, and he's dragging T.I.'s family and his wife into it. Just stupid. T.I. should just not even... Not even respond. Yeah, the more attention you give it, the more he's gonna respond or retaliate. It's just you don't win in a situation like that, especially in social media. Like, first of all, why are you even like a grown ass man engaging in this bullshit? Like, they both want attention at the end of the day. I don't. I think it's all stupid. Especially in light of Nipsey's passing. I don't think that's how you should even want to behave off of that. Yeah. Yeah, stupid. Hopefully, um, T.I. doesn't respond to, um, to any more of it. Because it's just, you know, he seems too old to be entertaining Kodak anyway. He's not going to stop, so. Um, 
do you want to move on to uh, the Guava Island now? Yes. Do you want to talk about the great movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. So and talk about it. I said, do you want to talk about yeah. the great movie? Yeah, so you talk about it. I thought you're the one bringing up the the story or whatever. No. You don't have a write-up or something? Well, um, so yeah, Guava Island was Donald Glover's um, Childish Gambino short film about his character, I forget the name, Danny, I think. Donnie, Danny, and he was um, like a singer, performer that worked, performed on the radio on an island. They never officially say what island it is, but, you know, I guess it was reported that they were filming on Cuba and Cuba. And um, let's see. I mean, I don't know. Do we have to give a whole breakdown of the movie? Like it's on Amazon Prime. Video or whatever. Um, yeah, it's Cuban backdrop. You know, they're speaking Spanish from the island. It's not all in Spanish, but there's some Spanish in it. Rihanna's in it. Um, thick Rihanna. She's like thicker in this. She looks good. Um, the movie, they kind of never dropped too many details about it it was a, a lot of buzz about it as far as i know everybody was like interested in what they were doing and it just turns out that it was just like a promo for uh donald glover's album or the, i don't even know if that is an album whatever it was the four or five songs he put out over last last year or over the summer last year so you have anything to add? Well, um, I thought it was going to be way better. I was extremely disappointed. All this hype for nothing. I mean, it really, to me, is like, I felt scammed by Childish Gambino. Because it seemed to just be like a platform for him to play the songs that we already knew that he released. I don't see what was the point of that. And, I mean... Anyone could read what the plot was going to be. Everyone knew he was going to be a martyr. I don't know. It just seemed too contrived and hopeful. I don't know. It was just really mediocre and disappointing. It had no plot. It had a plot, but it really had no substance. Him and Rihanna had no chemistry on screen. They didn't even fucking kiss in the movie. I don't know. I just don't think it was a good movie at all. I mean, I don't think it was horrible, but I just I think, think it, it was pretty bad. I think it was just more of a if you saw Kanye's movie short, you know, film that he did for My Dark Twisted Fantasy, um, Michael Jackson Moonwalker type movie, but it wasn't it didn't have the special effects and stuff to it. It was more like a... Hmm, more like an actual short film. Like, didn't have the theatrics or nothing. 
It just was the island. It could have been something, but it just it just turned out to be a promo for those songs. That's the only thing. I think they they could have really did something special. You you get fucking Rihanna who has been, you know, out of show business for the most part for the last I don't know. Since that damn DJ Khaled song, she's been doing her businesses, and I don't know. He should have did something with her, like just a regular movie, but it was shot well. It was shot well. It looked good. The only good thing about the movie was that it was in Cuba. That's it. The movie looked good. It looked authentic, like a real, you know, had the real Caribbean feels. But... Didn't you notice that his accent came and went? His accent was never consistent. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't... I don't know if they're supposed to be Cuban. It didn't have that... His accent didn't... didn't, None of them really had a Cuban vibe, except for, like, the couple times where some random people spoke Spanish. You know? I don't know how the real... Maybe that's how the real Cuba is. I don't know. I've never been there, but... You're saying that they speak English? And I don't, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm The main language in Cuba is Spanish. I know. I'm just saying how they... How the vibe is there or whatever. You know? Maybe that's the black side of Cuba. I don't know. Mostly all of Cuba is black. So, yeah. Um, it was shot well. It looked good. It just wasn't wasn't what you uh wasn't what I was expecting. I thought it was interesting that the the villain was the guy who was in the This Is America video that was had the bag over his head and got shot. Did you confirm that? It was obvious. That was the guy. It looked just like him. I don't remember him. And that was the bag that they put over his head. So I mean for me it was a letdown now if you never for somebody who doesn't, who've never seen um, the This Is America video or um, heard any of those songs, it probably would be dope to you. Like to hear those songs and everything, you, it's going to probably leave you wanting more. But um, it's no thriller, or no plot twist or nothing. It's pretty straightforward. Like something bad was going to happen for him performing and shit. It was just some elaborate promo for his album, so... And the message is pretty cut clear. I mean, obviously, like, exploitation of people and land and resources. That's basically the the message. And, I don't know, how does he think that a festival is going to resolve the people being oppressed by this dictator. Well, I just think it was more like with communism, how certain countries like Cuba, there's just certain laws of what you can and can't do, how they control people, how some of those countries like that are more focused on work and producing whatever exports and, you know, just about making rich the few rich people are the people in power more wealthy and they don't care about you know the regular poor people of those islands and those countries and they just are forced to work and just make other people money and he was just trying to I guess give them 
some fun. Some false hope. Not false hope, but just like, I guess, I don't know what he was trying to do. You know, it looked like he was just trying to give them something to be happy about, like a little party, fun. But to me, it seemed like his whole scheme was to really get popping with his music. <laughs> he just wanted to perform his new tunes and hopefully get on. I don't know, and there was, like, no retribution for... I'm sorry, spoiler alert, he gets killed. I thought Rihanna was gonna, like, kill the murderer, like, the dictator or something. Like, I kind of wish that happened. I thought they were gonna show her breast or something. There was nothing. That's what you care about? Something. Like, it's Rihanna. You expect, oh, there's gonna be, like, at least, if they don't kiss or have sex, like... You might see like a silhouette of her in a shower or something. She was like, basically brawless the whole damn movie. What do you say? There wasn't nothing. You didn't see nothing. Okay, but she was brawless. Oh, like nobody's thinking like, oh, she's brawless. Like you see that shit anywhere. I mean, they'll excite old men. Well, it wasn't. You have Rihanna like the sex symbol. In the music industry, one of them. But that wasn't her role in the movie. I know, but still, if you. But have... even then, sorry, you could talk. No, go ahead. Even then, the film focused on her physical beauty the whole time. What the... do you mean? Because they're always he was that was his muse, you know. They were always always saying, "Oh, you have a beautiful girl." Yeah, but it wasn't Sing a like, song as beautiful as me. It was more like a clean beauty thing. It wasn't like she didn't have any makeup on, really. Uh, she just had that island vibe. It wasn't like how movies usually are when there's a beautiful one. It wasn't like showing, like... It wasn't... She wasn't wearing anything revealing. She didn't dance sed seductively. She didn't get wet, like... It's an island. You expect to see Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna, at some point, she's going to be on a beach swimming or some shit. There's a problem. They didn't utilize this, her right. But this, it's a small but not film. Every, why does every woman in the movie have to be sexualized? Not every woman. Rihanna. But why does she have to be sexualized? It's in the Rihanna. movie, she doesn't want to. If the movie it's doesn't, a movie. but if the movie doesn't call for her being sexualized, I'm why just saying does she it's, in my opinion, that's where Donald Glover missed the mark. Now him, I think he missed the mark more in their chemistry not even being there. So like with him and his type of dancing and gyrating he was doing, you know, it didn't even look like he was interested in. Rihanna or whatever he was I don't know that type of dancing he's doing is more homosexual style I, I don't uh -oh. know how else to put it uh -oh. now I'm just saying like here we go you're talking about I don't think he wanted to obviously he's thinking like how you're saying oh I'm not going to do a typical thing with one of the most sexiest women out he just wanted to keep her regular maybe he didn't have the budget for that but there's no budget for taking off your clothes yeah there is well there is but i'm saying like i'm sure rihanna would have done it if it was it part of the job if it was part of the job it probably would have cost more you don't think he has enough money to give rihanna for that no nah. 
maybe he wasn't trying to spend that. I don't know. You can't just tell, you know, Holly Berry to get naked in a, and she's getting paid this amount. Like, there's a certain, you know, there's certain money that has to be exchanged for that. But I don't... Unless they really believe in the script like that or whatever. But I think she should have... Rihanna should have played a bigger role. The movie was uh, was just pretty bad throughout. The role was fine. It just... They didn't... The she wasn't used the right she way. She just played... Yeah. She just played, like, the woman in distress. She wasn't really in distress. Yes, yeah, she... Yes. She was following him, him around, like... She was worried about where he's at, whether or not he's going to do the festival. And then at the end, she gets left with the baby. What kind of shit is that? Yeah. Well, if you guys haven't seen it, it's if you have an hour, you know, and you have Amazon, check it out. Mm. You know, it's Honestly, worth, it's something to look at. I'm not going to sit here and say, don't check it out. You don't check have it out to for yourself. Some people like it. I didn't, I don't think it's the greatest thing. What would I you rate it from a scale of 1 to 10? Depends what you're comparing it to. Well, a scale 1 to 10 of the movie. Uh, you can't... If you're putting it with a regular movie, it wasn't a great regular movie. But if you're comparing it to other musical films that incorporate an artist's music with the dance routines and they're actually playing the music throughout the movie, I mean... But it's they, not the best. Like it's not. It doesn't. It's not better than Kanye's. It's not better than Moonwalker. It's not better than Purple Rain. You know, but it's Donald Glover. It's his little thing. It has some cool parts to it. Like when he was singing the summertime song, I like that. I just thought the. I don't know. It could have been better. So you you didn't give a rating. Out of those types of movies, eh, I would give it like a five out of ten. It's like a four, three. Five, out of six. Ten. It was too short, and you know, it looked cool. Well, yeah, the promos look great. I mean, you're it on was an shot island. well. You know, it looked good, but that was about it. So yeah, what else do you wanna? Where do you wanna go from here? Um, you want to talk about the, hmm, oh, let's talk about Khalees and Nas then. Oh, God. Um, let me pull up the report from Blast. The Blast. Or Blast? Um, so, Khalees. Nas's ex-wife is headed to trial with Nas after denying she violated their custody deal by taking the kid, their kid out of the country. According to court documents obtained by the blast, Khalees entered a plea on Thursday of not guilty to 20 counts of contempt. A trial has been scheduled for June 20th where Khalees could be sentenced to fines or in extreme cases jail time. So... Nas claims that around December 2018, Kelis moved to Cartagena, Colombia, and took their minor, the minor child without my consent. 
Nas said Kalisto intends to stay in Colombia and plans to tend to a farm with her husband, who she claims is Colombian. He wrote, On Christmas, petitioner informed me by text message that although her plan had been to bring the minor child back to me in Los Angeles for New Year's, the plan had changed. She then stated the plan was to come to, on January 4th, 2019. Um... They actually came back January 14th, and Nas said that he was unable to speak or reach out to their child while he was in Colombia. So, yes. Nas is accusing her of basically violating the custody order. Well, shout out to Colombia, the homeland, but... <laughs> what say you? Um, well, she shouldn't be, if, if they have a custody agreement and he has, um, you know, joint custody or whatever, she can't just pick up and take his child to another fucking country. She's crazy. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty much, it's sad, but women try this shit all the time. Just because you met somebody and you fall in love, you can't just take... But that's her husband. Okay. If you get married, whatever, you can't just take someone else's child out of the state, out of the country without discussing that with the other parent first. Like, that's the other parent's right. No, I agree. So I mean, she's out of pocket for that shit. And simple as that. Like, and he has every right to say, you know what? I don't want my child moving out of the country. And she would have to think legally that would have to be respected or they would have to work something out she couldn't I think in situations like that the child would would never be able to live there full time it would have to be like half and half or you know he would have to come for the summer or something here every summer if he felt comfortable with that but if from what I understand if you if the other parent doesn't, as long as there's joint custody and the other parent doesn't agree with that, you can't take the child out of the country, out of the state. You can only do it if you have sole custody. Only if you have sole custody. So she knows that shit. She's just... Some women will try to go ahead and do it, thinking that once they do it and get established, they're just going to... It's going to get ruled in their favor, but you can get arrested for that shit. I mean, yeah, it's... It's pretty messed up that she did that, taking him all the way to Colombia. I mean... So, as they, of now, is, are they still there? No, I think they came back, but it says there that her husband is Colombian. I mean, that's fine and dandy, but she can't take Naz's kid there. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, it's just a shame that she took him out the country and she didn't even give, like, I don't know. You could talk through WhatsApp so the kid could talk to his dad. You know, there's yeah, technology. Yeah, like, that's not... You can't just move the child like that. No, I'm not saying <clears throat> that. I'm just saying, like, to make things worse, he could He didn't even have communication with his child while mm-hmm. he was there. That's just... What she's doing is... At, in a, in the end, she's just hurting the child... That's the only person who's going to get hurt by this. Like, just because he's young, I don't know, he's got to be like... Eight? Yeah, like almost 10 years old by now. So it's like, 
he's gonna. How you think that little boy is gonna feel without his father around in a whole different country with you know some other guy and shit? Like I don't know, it's just not right. You know, she has the right to be married and and move on with her life, but she has to respect Nas as the father and. It just seems like she's very vindictive towards him. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to take your your only son and move to another fucking country? Like, that's crazy. But that's just how some women are, and, you know, it's fucked up. It happens all the time. I do think the court should be more strict on, like, eat. Either parent that violates the custody agreement. Oh, they are. If it was him, the fucking FBI oh, would have been... I said either parent. So I'm saying on both sides. All I know is when I see, like, Amber Alerts and when it's the dad that took the child, like, there's always some fucking dude that takes the child because he hasn't seen his daughters or his son and they, he takes him and, oh, I'm driving to Disney World. They want to... They take the child and just go. And next thing you know, the fucking task force is all over the the man ready to fucking gun him down. But when a woman does it, you know, it's all like, oh, just come to court and let's talk about it. So, but you've never seen situations where when men take the kids forcefully, like, I don't know where. That's different. That's different. But that's what I'm saying. It's usually to do something bad to them or kill himself. Even you're saying it. But it's true. It's not usually. Sometimes, and sometimes women do that shit. Women be drowning their kids and shit, taking mm. them. I'm just saying, like, if if Nas would have did it, it would have been a fucking but bigger if, issue. I'm saying, like, some fathers do that while they're intoxicated and take their kids away. Yeah, that's true. But in this case... You know, I mean, Khalees probably is on some. She probably <laughs> snorting coke if she Don't say running it. off to you fucking Colombia and shit. You have to say allegedly. allegedly Why is Theron typing Colombia like I'm that? I'm not stereotyping. I'm saying it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Or if she was taking him and running to Jamaica, what would you think? You know, oh, maybe she's smoking some trees or something. But anyway, hopefully, you know. They need to get her damn mental evaluation and, you know, hopefully they do what's right for the child. Well, yeah, hopefully justice gets served and their child doesn't have to suffer anymore through that bullshit. Right. Well, speaking of... um, Custody battles. Custody battles. Yes. What else custody battle? Um, there's a legal battle between Dame Dash and his ex-wife, Rachel Roy, per Hot New Hip Hop. So he's asking the court to expand the custody agreement to allow him more time with their 11-year-old daughter. And um, he's accusing Rachel Roy of domestic abuse. And um, there have been restraining orders filed. Domestic abuse against who? Him? Well, if there's domestic abuse in the custody agreement, I'm assuming it's between both parents, right? So, I'm just saying, is he saying she's hitting him? 
mean, like I don't physical know. abuse? I don't, know. I don't know the details. Well, I mean, you're the one reporting the stories. It doesn't expand on that here, but he details an incident where he was concerned for their daughter's safety while with his ex-wife, Rachel Roy. There was an incident where Rachel Roy was very intoxicated to the point she could not drive herself or our daughter. Oh, so that's probably what you mean by domestic abuse. It's Dash's belief that if he wasn't there to stop Roy from getting behind the wheel, she would have put herself and their daughter in danger by driving while intoxicated. So, yes. Well, um, just, you know, I don't know what to say about this. It's another case of ex is fighting over the kids if if he's not seeing it what is he trying to get custody or he's trying to get visitation um it's just an expand custody because agreement. i follow dame on instagram and he always his daughter's around you know he spends time with, with his kids he loves his kids That's so he wants to spend more time okay. with the kids so maybe it's like visitation i don't see why they couldn't do that because um they both live in california i don't think they live far from each other mm-hmm. i mean they both live in california it doesn't matter you know um where but from my understanding they both live in like southern california somewhere or la area so let the man see his kids who cares? I mean, the fuck? And if she was drunk, getting behind the wheel, I mean, hey. People do that. They shouldn't do that. But nobody can sit here and say, oh, my God. She was trying to, because plenty of people will be at a damn barbecue or a cookout or, or somewhere with their kids. And they had a couple fucking beers and drinks and they'll still drive home now if she was upset but that's not right no that's not right but i'm just saying that's not really if she was hammered pissy drunk then that's one thing but if she just had a couple fucking coolers and decide to drive home like that's no big deal well that's a whole nother if she was drunk, that's different. But I mean, I don't well, know. Well, if he says that she was drunk, it's because she was drunk. Yeah, but when exes get to talking, they always gonna... I don't put too much credence behind that because he's not gonna try to make her look good. So, and the same thing if a woman does it to a man. Well, he's and also... It, excuse me, what are you saying? No, go ahead. He was also saying that their daughter gets mostly... Like, just left with the babysitter and, like, doesn't really spend, so he doesn't really spend time with the mom. She just mostly spends time with the caregiver at home. But she has siblings, I think. Yeah, she has only, she has, like, the older sister. Oh, hopefully that works out for Dame. I don't have a problem with a man wanting to see their kids. He's paying child support and all that shit. I, when I see the videos, it looks like she's having a good time with him and her other siblings. So, hmm, let the man see his kids. So, let's talk about uh, Russell Simmons. So, as we've known, Russell Simmons is living his best life in Bali. But now, the anonymous woman who is accusing Russell Simmons of a 1988 sexual assault 
claims the Def Jam's recordings co-founder fled the United States and settled in Bali in an effort to avoid extradition. But Simmons insists that couldn't be farther for the, further from the truth. The hip-hop mogul has been on a spiritual sabbatical in Indonesia where he's continuing his yoga studies and working on his personal growth. He's traveled back and forth from Los Angeles to Bali multiple times to attend his child's graduation and tend to other private matters. So, this woman who goes by Jane Doe in the lawsuit believes he left the country after she and several other women accused him of sexual assault. She's suing him for $10 million. So, I mean... Why the fuck else would he be in Bali? I I think that's the reason, too. I don't think so. Oh, God. That might have... That might be somewhat true, but that's not 100% true. Because before well, he was... Before he was even into... Any allegations came out, he was already for years into this whole fucking shit he's into as far as the monk shit or that yoga, meditation, vegan shit, he's been on that wave before it was even the popping thing to do. Before it was trendy, and that's like the ultimate place for that. So it makes sense, like he's on that spiritual type of vibe, that Bali shit anyway. Now, since all this Me Too shit is popping off with the Weinstein and they're taking everybody down and Cosby... And then now they're just pulling everything out the damn bag. Of course, he's like, yo, let me get, you know, I'm, I'm not here for this. So you agree with me? I'm not saying that's the sole reason. But if that's you're, the main reason. If you're on some spiritual shit, you have bread, but all you really want to, the only thing he's been doing before this shit even pop, popped off is meditating and doing yoga anyway. So it's like, man, why am I even going to stay here when they're just coming for me now? I'm going to just go to Bali and, and do my thing. It's not like he's running. That, like, he could do it here, but it's like, uh, if you have the bread, shit. You don't have to work no more. Why not go there? But so you agree with me? Not 100%. Oh, my God. Anyone I don't think he went there just to run. If he went there just to run, he'd be out there turning up, partying. But that's not... That doesn't make any sense. If you if you leave a country for an extended amount of time, right when you get accused of sexual assault, why do you think that's not the reason that he fled? I just think it's... I don't think that's the sole reason. I think he wanted to do that anyway, and he was already going there. But he was already there going there. He was already going there. Yeah, but he's never stayed this long there. Of course, because why even, you know, if you have bread, all the shit that goes on here, why not even just be out? But why is he staying there for so long? He don't have a woman. He's single. He's got bread. He has kids. all the yoga bitches and shit over there, the real holistic girls. You know, his kids are in college. They're not trying They're not to spend time with him yet. like that. They're not in college Well, they're yet. grown. They're high school girls. So they, they don't, don't need their father? They do. I'm sure he communicates with them. He does. So that's good enough. Look, man. All I'm saying is, <laughs> if, I was, if I was a kung fu fucking guy my whole life, or just gotten to kung fu like the last 15, 20 years, and I'm rich, 
And that's all I do anyway is Kung Fu. And then out of nowhere, bitches just come out from the 80s talking about I did something to them. And I'm like, you know what? I'm on some peace shit. The media is trying to pick it up. I'm going to just go to fucking China and study Kung Fu anyway with so the fucking monks. That's just being a coward because no, he doesn't want to face it. I don't, I don't see it that way. But if because you want to see it that way, reality. that's the picture they're trying to paint anyway. I don't buy that 100%. And I don't see anything wrong with like, oh, okay, oh I see so what y'all right. doing now. Y'all coming for me? I'm supposed to just stay here. So that put it. So that's right for you, in your mind. That's, that's right. Wrong. Why? Why don't you think that's wrong? I saw an article today that he's coming back anyway. He's coming back, so he's obviously he's not running from anything. And it's not like he's coming back because there's a warrant for him or something. Like he's coming back warrant? on his own time. So when is he coming back? Cause this I saw it today. I didn't read the. I saw the headline like Russell Simmons is coming back to America. Because <laughs> this Jane Doe person is expected in court on Thursday, April 18th, which is tomorrow. Okay, and if he has something to hide, he wouldn't even come back now. I mean, look. That shit was in the 80s, man. I don't know, man. That shit is crazy. She clout chasing. No, if you... If I'm a a million billionaire and I'm saying that the accusations are false, why don't I just sit there and face them? Media takeout reports. Okay, nice. Russell Simmons reported... Russell Simmons reportedly returning to America soon. After the internet exploded... With allegations of sexual misconduct and rape, Russell Simmons walked away from his companies and appeared to flee to Bali so he could not be touched. Now, according to The Blast, this is a story from The Blast, actually, a spokesperson for Simmons says that he will be returning to the U.S. very soon. Okay, my question to you was, if he's a millionaire and the accusations are supposedly false, why doesn't he stay here and face them? Okay. The spokesperson added, the accusation that Mr. Simmons has traveled to Bali... I mean, hold on. The accusation that Mr. Simmons... Okay, the accusation that Mr. Simmons has traveled to Bali many times over the years, but in the midst of multiple accusations last year... He has not returned. What? He has not read? returned is also. This shit is typed oh up, fucked up. Oh my god. Has not yet returned is also false. But in the midst of most. Anyway, basically. Pay attention, people. Anthony can't The read. fact <laughs> is that Mr. Simmons has been in and out of the United States six times in the last year and will be back for his child's graduation. <laughs> So this is bullshit. This is what I'm saying. Like, well, you didn't answer the question that what? I asked. What? If he's a millionaire and these accusations are false, why doesn't he just sit his ass here and face them? But there's not. There hasn't been any charges. Yeah, there him. has. When? Well, the accusations. That's accusations. Wait, is there's there no a charges. court order? No. Come on, he's not stupid. Yeah. There is. She's suing. That's a civil suit. Yeah, now she's saying she is, but the paperwork hasn't been put in. She's putting in paperwork. So he's coming back if anyway. If you're suing someone, that means the paperwork has been filed, Anthony. She is suing. Yes. She has not sued yet. 
You know what I'm saying? When you're suing, no, I can that means say, the I paperwork can, has been entered. I can tell you, I'm going to sue you, right? I'm going to sue you because you did this. But if I that tell doesn't you, mean, oh, you're legally, you know, don't go anywhere because that person said they're going to sue you. You have to get a letter and your people get contacted. That's not what if happens. If I say I'm suing you, that means the process is in place. No. Okay. If you tell me you're suing me, that means you're you have intent to go to the court and say, "Look, I am suing Anthony." That doesn't mean like once you you've been sued, you get the paperwork for it. I don't think he has paperwork. I'm going to search this right now cuz that doesn't make man, any sense. Look, man, it doesn't make sense. I don't think he Stop defending him. Well, I get that, you know, people were coming out on that me too shit with him. But I don't think that's the only reason he went to Bali. I think he he's into that shit anyway. And of course, like, yeah, like, oh, America on that bullshit. Like, people trying to come for my bag off some shit in the 80s. Like, yeah, I'm going to go do some yoga and where's peace at. You ever seen Bali? The pictures? Like, I'd rather be there too. So, okay. He does have paperwork against him. She filed a suit against them asking for $5 million in damages. Oh, there you go. So what's $5 million going to do for her? Repay for the emotional damage that you gave to my cooch. What do you mean? Uh, I don't even have nothing to say to that. That sounds like bird talk, to be honest with you. How's $5 million going to ever repay for anything? And why now? Why is that always the question? Because, like, this is all off the hype. If someone's accusing me of doing something I didn't do, I'm going to defend myself, right? He is going to defend himself. But he hasn't been in court or anything. Because he's been busy, like, living his best life in Bali. Been busy doing what? Crossing his legs? You act like he's, like, on the run and there's a warrant out for him. Well, they can't extradite him because Bali doesn't have extradition laws well, with the what? United He's States. He's coming here, and if there's really smoke, they'll the feds will grab him. But you know, come on, like some girl who's saying, "Oh, you touched my butt." But you don't even know the that's in the not 80s? that's not what the accusation is. You raped me in the eighties. Okay. So I want five million today in twenty nineteen. But if you come on, man, like. So if you get oh, raped, man. you don't want any retribution, even if it's past a yeah. long time? the next week, not fucking in 88. But even if it happened... 30 years? All right, man, I don't know, I just don't... If you get raped 20 years ago, you're still going to be... You're not going to be mad about it still? I'll still be mad about it. So why wait 30, 20 years? Why, why not come out five years later? Why not come out two years later? There's a lot of factors. But you don't want to hear them. This is just wild. His status. How many people really come forward against someone of power? Now? Every fucking day. Now they do. Because it's the wave. Okay. It's the climate. I'm about to come out against a motherfucker. (laughs) For real. Like, if they. that's how we doing it. Look, I don't like how my gym teacher used to look at me. I want fucking 80000 You see how ridiculous that sounds? But that's not the accusation. It's actual sexual assault. 
court. It's not just on. looking at he you. He will have his day in court, and it's probably not going to go anywhere. Well, we will just have to DNA wait and see. And shit and all this. Like, it can't just be like, oh, he did this. You got to prove it. But the, in a civil case, the burden of proof is lower than a criminal case. That's just a shame how they do. But anyway, I think we spent too much time on this. Well, because you don't understand. Let's talk about... Um, Well, since we're talking about, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Here, you pick the next one. I've been doing the whole. Boo-hoo. Um, so, Wendy Williams files for divorce. Yas, queen, yas. Oh, about damn time. I know. I was actually really glad that she filed for divorce. I, I didn't mean, think she was going to do it, especially, like, with everything going on and all the baby mama drama. Uh, to me, this isn't even really a big deal. I feel Why? like for the last few years, there's been reports of her going through shit. She's passing out on TV and, you know, there's already reports that her and her husband, had, they've, they've had a turbulent marriage for years now. So good for her. She finally got the courage to... Well, yeah, that's... File for divorce. I think they're, they've always had a wild, you know, turbulent marriage. So, good for her. But that's not remarkable for you? No. That a woman actually got courage to finally file no, for divorce? it's not. Why not? Because that shit happens every day. I know, but it, you know how Why? difficult... it's Wendy? No, like... I'm saying, you know how difficult it is for a person to do that? No. Well, Not for her, because she's the one, she's the star with the bread. Why would you even put up with that? Yeah. You're Wendy Williams. But she doesn't From radio see- host to fucking, you know, media sensation. She's one of the biggest, she's like probably one of the biggest people on daytime TV. But when you're with someone that doesn't praise you in that way, the woman makes you think she sees herself in that manner. Because she's loved by all the housewives. If I'm treated like shit by my husband, well, even though I'm a star, what makes you think I'm going to feel great? Well, she was on drugs, too. Well, they were saying him he having the sad... Right. No. Can you let me talk? I was saying... Supposedly, the... Re- let me talk. Supposedly, the reports are saying that once he had the side baby... It, like, broke her down to the point where she started using drugs again. Man. Judging from how their marriage has been, he probably had multiple side babies. This is just the one that broke the camel's back. And I don't... We can't say that. Well, I mean, good for her. Hopefully she moves on. I heard stars trying to get at her. <laughs> um, you know. I don't have no problem with Wendy Williams. I don't really listen to her shit or nothing, but she's been around. I used to listen to her on the radio. She's from Jersey. Um, I used to see her when I worked at Walmart way back in the day. When? She used to go to Princeton Walmart. You never told me that? Oh, I think one time you did. I seen her. and Oh, I actually asked her a um, question before. What did you ask her? I'm not going to really, I don't want to say. What? It was a, a rumor going around. I just asked her about it. Did she have a dick? No, not about her. It was about some rap shit. About what? All right, so like back when like G Unit was 
just came out. They were the new shit. And supposedly, there was like a, a Lloyd Banks lookalike doing gay porn. But they were, at the <laughs> time, they were trying to say it was actually Lloyd Banks. Wow. So I saw her. I'm like, she would always hint that shit. She wouldn't really like put information out there. But she would always be like on the radio, oh, you know. If you see me, come ask me. Or, like, people... She would just always tell how, like, people would run up on her asking. So I was like... I saw her walking around. I just wanted to see her. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, she comes here all the time. So everybody at Walmart was so used to it. I wasn't there that long. They're like, oh, that's Wendy Williams. She always comes here. And she just buys mad shit. It's weird. Like, and one day she came in. Because, you know, Wendy's, like, kind of tall and shit. Mm-hmm. You can't miss her. And she looks all rich and up at Walmart, but like a true Jersey chick, she was in there looking rich with a cart, but she had like coffee machines and shit that didn't even make sense. Like, who needs all this stuff? And then I saw her in the, um, I like tracked her down by like the hair shit. <laughs> and then I asked her, she was like, oh, it was a lookalike or something like that, you know. So she dispelled the rumor for you. Yeah, but I thought, you know, it was, I was younger and it was cool seeing her. You never told me this story? I think I did tell you I saw her. At, at, but you didn't tell me that you asked yeah, her Yeah, but that question. was such, it's such a bullshit story now. It's not even worth bringing up that I asked her. What something. do you mean? She's rich and famous. But hopefully, you know, she finds happiness. She got bread and, uh. Should I'm I sure read? she'll find another man. Do you want to? I want. Do you want me to read his apology? Mm, not really. <sighs> go ahead. Go ahead. Read it. He said, "I'm not proud of my recent actions and take full accountability and apologize to my wife, my family, and her amazing fans. I'm going through a time of self-reflection and I'm trying to right some wrongs." Okay. Well, I heard she fired him right after. Or manager or whatever. Position. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, speaking of making comments, I guess Janae, you want to talk about what she did? So recently, Janae Eichel sent a very loving, touching Instagram comment to her ex, Big Sean, and this was under a po a, tri- a post that Big Sean had talking about Nipsey. And stuff, and he did shout out Janae for doing like positive things in the community. But she basically said, "You are so special to me, to the world. While we're both still on the planet, I just want to say I love you beyond measure. Even though I get big mad and you trigger the fuck out of me, you make me feel, and I appreciate that because I thought I was dead inside." My ego has no say when it comes to you. I love you from this life to the next and all the other lives we've known each other before. Well, obviously she's um, lonely and (laughs) in her feelings and she wants him back like she should. Why? Why should a woman be begging for a man? Because she did something to push him away, so... Well, I don't, just don't think they're good for each other anymore. Well, I mean, he sees, she sees that he's hanging around Ariana now. 
I don't know if they're back together or whatever, but shit, of course she should feel some type of way. Ariana's the bigger star, you know, um, prettier. I think so. Not, you know, I, I think so. They're both tiny women, I don't know. But I think Ariana's maybe slightly prettier. I think Shanae has a nicer face. I don't know. Janae never really. She was always just too petite. Ariana Grande is more petite than Janae. Ariana's been pretty, you know, from a job. I thought she was pretty when she did Sam and Cat. When Tyler used to watch that show, I'm like, damn, that girl's cute. Creeper alert. But she was already of age when she was doing that no, show. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. No, she yes, wasn't. Yes, she was. Look it no. up. Look it up. <laughs> His pedophile tendencies. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to smash. I'm just saying she was cute. I thought she was cuter than the uh, iCarly chick or whatever. Well, yeah. So it's just like, oh, who's this girl? But anyway, I mean, she's five feet. Yeah, like they're they're tiny women. Like I don't, I don't. You know. But anyway. Um, yeah, she wants she wants her man back because I guess she's realizing she was fifteen and victorious. Victorious. Mm-hmm. What is that? That was a show that she was in. Yeah, how old was she on Sam and Cat? Wait, wait. She was of age. She was at least eighteen. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Don't try to Maybe it's 1817, June 8th, 2013. She and she was on that show for a, a number of years. So anyway, you're throwing me off. Um, <laughs> she was 20. Yeah, exactly. Same. I know I looked it up when I was watching it cuz when I used to Be- when I used to watch Thailand, Thailand was like, I don't know. Like a baby and shit, and he used to love watching that show. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch it with you," because Ariana was on there. But anyway, um, you know, Janae's just hurt. I think this is her third or man that she lost to her craziness. And Sean was by far the most uh, famous and successful one, so she's hurt. And she tried to use a moment of mourning and grief to slide back in. That's a classic move. To get some of that grief, D. I really don't understand why everyone was like praising her for writing this comment. Like, okay, especially in light of them being recently broken up. I think it was kind of manipulative. No, because it's kind of. For me, it was manipulative. No, I think I don't think it was. I don't think she was trying to be manipulative. I think she was just in her feelings and like a crazy chick that she is. She did too much. And that's probably the reason why he got tired of it. Well, like, it is manipulative when, like, you know the other person wants to move on, but then the other, the person keeps coming back. you don't understand. Like, as a woman, her as a woman, she is kind of crazy to the point where she saw his moment of being... Weak. Weak as an opportunity... That's manipulative. I don't think she... I don't think her intentions were, oh, I'm going to use this to get him back. I think her crazy ass just got 
got in her feelings and just let it go. Like, oh, and I love you, and I blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I don't think she was, you know, being strategic. I think she was being her crazy-ass self. And, you know, why else would she do that? She's when a person, stupid. When a person is, like, emotionally unstable like that, they use those moments. See, you're, you're, you're saying that, like, she intentionally did that as a strategy. I don't think she was doing it that well, way. I think she was being herself, but herself is fucking crazy. And that's all that was. Well, yeah, when you're crazy, you don't know when you're being manipulative. And that's what she was being. But you just said it. She didn't know she was being manipulative. No, I said... You just said she didn't know. Oh, but it still is manipulative, even if you don't know. If you don't know you do something, but you do it, does that negate the fact oh, that you did yeah, it? Now you're, you know, getting into semantics and shit. Like, no. I'm saying she was just being crazy. That's all I'm saying. You're saying she's being manipulative. I don't know. Um, I think she was just in her feelings being crazy, doing too much. And that's what, that's why guys keep fucking leaving her. Simple well, she that. cheated on her, allegedly cheated on her husband with Big Sean. Whatever the case, you know. So she left him. She was shooting her shot at Sean again, doing too much. And, you know, it just made her look crazy. But she's all she's been looking crazy to me. Like, I knew she was crazy from that video with... When the cops was outside and she's in the fucking negligee. Like, I'm like, oh, this chick's crazy for real. I saw it back then. I don't know how no one else saw it. But, what were you gonna Like, say? she came on the scene on some fatal attraction shit. She gonna come, she probably gonna try to kill Big Sean one day. Can you stop? I'm just saying, don't be surprised. You always say things just to say though. Nah, if that's how she acting. You gonna do that in front of everybody? Like that's how crazy people were. Oh yeah, that's what, that's what I was gonna bring up. If it was really genuine, why did it have to be put in an Instagram comment? You know. That's what crazy women do. You know, if it was a goddamn man that did it, they'd but, be calling for him to get fucking locked up and all this shit. But what I also it seems that. It's obvious that Janae is more in love with Big Sean than he is with her. Uh, obviously. She's fucking crazy. He did the right thing. He went back to Ariana. She's popping. They said that they're not dating, according to sources. Oh, well, he's trying to get back in that bag. She's popping. You know, maybe he can get some verses off on her shit. You know? If I was him, I wouldn't fuck with none of them. Just get a regular chick or just be single, man. These high-profile chicks, too much drama. Um, do you have anything else to add? Anything? No. Okay. Um, let's talk about Kim K. Vogue cover, whatever that means by that. Means I think you low-key love Kim K. She's always on our list. Great. Go ahead. She's just a hot topic, and I'm not gonna deny the hotness I know go ahead her media attraction mm-hmm. so basically she was 
recently on the Vogue magazine. She covered the magazine. And she had some pretty interesting revelations. Uh, one of the revelations was that she was studying to be a lawyer. So that was a pretty big bombshell. And um, what I also found interesting was when she spoke about Kanye West's mental health and what works for him. She said, it is an emotional process for sure. Right now, everything is really calm, but we can definitely feel episodes coming and we know how to handle them. Um, let's see. No. Why can't I see the quote? She says, um, for him, being on medication is not really an option because it just changes who he is. She notes that traveling strongly affects his mental health. He doesn't travel as much as he used to. And um, when he's in the middle of a bipolar episode, he, she does everything to be supportive and help to calm the situation. So which one do you want to comment on first? The lawyer or Kanye's mental health? You go. Um, I think it was kind of interesting that she said that Kanye West doesn't want to take medication for his bipolar disorder. I think it is absolutely imperative for him to take medication to keep those episodes at bay. I mean, it's a mental condition. It's really not going to get any better from here on out. So I think she's doing him a disservice, a disservice by not making him take medication. Um, it's a serious condition and it's it's not something that you could just deal with like that. That's not healthy. I think that's a a concern. Um, are you done? About that, yeah. Um, as far as his mental health, I mean, lately he's been quiet. And I think last time we talked about how he's been on the show more. Not to say that behind the scenes he doesn't act, you know, flip out and shit, but he hasn't been flipping out, I guess, partly because the camera hasn't been on him. We have to see how he starts acting when he gets into these media interactions. That seems to be what really sends him over the top. Like maybe he shouldn't do interviews anymore with certain people. But anyway, um, as far as the medication thing, Maybe he, you know, doesn't like how he feels on some of those mental health drugs. Prozac, whatever the fuck they're giving him. You know, I'm not that familiar with uh, the, the psychoactive drugs or whatever. But, you know, if he feels bad on the medication, but it's keeping him calm... Or in some type of like zombie-like state. Maybe that's not the best. If he's just withdrawn and not interacting with his kids the same way. And it affects his, you know, um, social life. Just so it keeps him subdued. Maybe he can explore something else. Maybe he could do CBD oil or something. Or um, try some alternative things. Or maybe you know, he just needs to find the right medication. Yeah, I mean, there's not only one type of medication. You know, like 
I said, CBD helps with anxiety. Maybe he needs to look into that. Bipolar is an anxiety. He definitely has anxiety problems, though. But bipolar okay. disorder is an anxiety. I think CBD helps with that, too, though. But we anyway. Have to see. Anyway, um, not every time, like, uh, pharmaceutical drugs isn't the answer for everybody. Maybe he should explore something different. I don't know. And if he's, he should definitely be getting counseling or something. I just fear that if he's put in another situation, people know he has triggers. You shove a mic and a camera in his face in a random situation. You know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen at this Coachella thing? You know, is he going to fucking just throw the hat on and start acting crazy again? Who knows? So far, he's been quiet. And, if you know, she said what you what you read that, you know, they're learning how to deal with his episodes. You know, that's great that they know how to deal with it, but they can't be with him at all times, you know, so. That's why I think he should be on some kind of. He should be on the right plan, like the right treatment plan, because it doesn't. It just sounds like he's like free. It's just like whatever. There, there should be a plan. Yeah. But that plan, maybe just medication isn't the answer. You could just put people on medication. Well, That's yeah, not I the agree. End all, be all. Like, you know, there has to be people with him, the right people with him. He has to be getting, you know, the right sleep, the right diet. You know, so hopefully it works out for for, for him and his family in that regard. But as far as her being a lawyer, I think that's great. I mean, to me, watching her over the years, like everybody else, where she came from, Cause I don't know. They keep saying she was some type of uh, stylist or some shit. I never knew her from that. You know, I know she was like Paris Hilton's closet organizer. Right, but that's not what everybody knows her for. They know her from the Ray J tape, and to go from that, and then you discover, oh, this Robert Shapiro or Robert Kardashian, you know, daughter, the defense lawyer, and they get the show, and she was pretty much what seemed like a bimbo, you know, an airhead, Cali girl, to now, you know, kind of being more like a businesswoman and a mother, and now it seems like she's maturing and wants to do something. She's trying to, you know, she got the lady freed from jail, and her dad was a lawyer, and it's like, all right, I mean, you can't knock her for trying, she wants to do it and she's going to be legit then do it you know whatever but if it, if this is just some type of stunt that's some bullshit but I, I mean I'm all about people educating themselves and doing better so I think it's cool I think it's a good example for people finally you know maybe it'll convince some girls you know cause so many Girls and women want to be like her and her sisters with the surgeries and the, the 
bottling and the, the pictures, like, it's crazy. I don't even want to go into it, but you already know what it is on social media. You can open your shit right now. It's going to be a hundred girls with the hair like her, the, the selfies and all this shit. So maybe some girls would be like, hey, let's all, you know, I want to do something if Kim's doing it, you know? Raise that's a shame that that has to happen for certain women to pursue education. It is, but that just goes to show not everybody, not every woman is out here, you know, uh, happy with just being some type of whore. Instagram model. Instagram chasing likes like that. There's no future in that. There is a future in being a lawyer or, you know, business or whatever the fuck you're trying to do. So that's the wave some, you know, girls should, people should be on. So good for her. Well, yeah. I know she's getting clowned for, but apparently she's serious about it. And supposedly she just aced her torts exam. Well, they showed a picture with her and two women. I don't know who they were. I guess they were helping her, her study. Her mentors. So, she's going to have resources that most people can't get. So. I mean, I can't hate on someone trying to better themselves through education. I think that's one of the best things you could do in this life. And look, I've compared to these fucking engineering glasses. <laughs> fuck, I'll take anything. <laughs> But that's just my, what my time's invested in and my work experience. Shit, it's like the only route I can go down now. I'd rather do law shit. To me, stuff like that would be easier. I know I'm not saying it's easy, but anything but all this damn fucking crazy calculus and all this shit. But, uh, you know, good for her. Good for her. Uh, I can't hate. I think people should clown her. But fuck it. She's a mother now, and I think maybe she realizes, like, she wants to show her daughters, maybe, or the young young women, the little girls in her family, like, look, we don't have to just take pictures, and just because we have money, we can still get education. I mean, Courtney's college educated, and Rob, too. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, Kanye's mom was, too. Oh, yeah. I think his... I don't know if his dad was, but that's good. Good for her. That's but people have been critiquing her because she's not going like the traditional route of law school. No, she's doing it online or something. No, she's just doing like an apprenticeship for four years with a law firm, which is legal in like a couple of states. I think only four states, and it's legal in California. And then she's gonna take the bar exam in twenty. So she's not actually going to law school. No. She could still become a legal lawyer. So yeah. what the fuck? I mean, hey, you can't hate on that. She don't have, I mean, and she's, what, 37, 39 or something? Like, she mm. don't have really the time to uh, go through that. She's a mother and shit, and she has shit going on. So good for her. I mean, hopefully, you know, she... uh makes it through I'm sure she will and that's a good look um we can talk about Drake 
culture vulture. Uh, well, there's been some culture vulture comments made by rap, grime rapper Wiley? Willie? I don't know. Wiley, I think. Wiley. <laughs> so, basically, Drake hit back at those claims that in a conversation with BBC One Extras, Tiffany Calver. He said, I hate that people think that me being into music from these kids that are trying to make it and trying to build a name for themselves is like, oh, that's some culture vulture, he said. What does that even mean? I don't understand what that means. Would you rather me not acknowledge anything or support? He said, that's some real confused hatership, but it is what it is. I see it a lot. I'll never understand how supporting somebody's song or even going a step further, giving somebody a song or linking up I never understand how that is not viewed as something admirable. But I guess some people have their own outlook on it. Then he said it was Wiley that said that. He said, I'll just say his name because that was some goofy shit. Um, yeah. So go ahead. I know this is near and dear to your heart, so. Oh, wow. How'd you figure? Um... I just thought it was interesting the fact that someone's calling him out to be a culture vulture. I mean, I could see why people would say that because. Wait, he was at whose concert? Um. Some UK rapper, right? Yeah, yeah. And another UK rapper called him out? So the grime rapper Wiley called him out once he saw. A video of like Drake attending a show headlined by London-based rapper Lowski, and then he said, "Culture rat vulture and pagan strikes again." Well, I mean, people recognize what Drake does. I guess. I mean, I'm not saying he is or whatever. It seems to me that he genuinely enjoys that scene over there, but. You know, then he'll turn around on his new album and have that person's whole style and shit for the whole album or like a couple songs. So I think that's where the guy Wiley is is speaking to. I think he's talking about that. You know, as far as him liking the music, I don't see. I think it's dope that a big artist like you know of his stature would go to. Um, you know, uh, underground. I don't know if that guy's big over there or what, but I think he's respected in that genre. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with Drake going to a concert and enjoying it. The problem comes in when you want to bite the style and you know bring it back over here like it's your own. I think that's what the guy's talking about. So. Yeah, I mean, I can understand where people come from when they say the culture vulture thing. I mean, even how he went about, like, you know, the song um, with Popcorn oh, yeah. on his album. What is it again? Controller. Like, he didn't even put that version on his album. I thought that was a little bit shady. but And it probably was Popcorn's song. <laughs> to begin with. Well, the version of Popcorn is way better. Don't try to sit here and speak out against Drake. 
I'm just being honest. Um. So I think that was kind of culture vulture. Didn't they say something about how he talks too or something? Well, yeah, how he always like taps into these different accents so and the, stuff. That's that's the weird part, and I, I think I saw or I don't know if I heard him say it or I saw it on that same thing he was saying. Oh, that's how we talk, and he at first when he came out he was just trying to be more American because that's what he thought he had to do or some shit like that. I saw that somewhere like, oh, that's how I really talk. That's not how he really talks because when he first came out, he wasn't talking like that at all. He didn't have the whole patois. And I don't know, man. He's, he's, when he first came out, he sounded Canadian. Like he had that kind of northern accent to me he sounded normal but he still certain words he had that it's a hard accent to like it's more like north like when you get up there by like you know what's up like michigan up there like they talk different up there they have that kind of along that border up north they have like a kind of different uh accent he sounded like that, but it sounded regular. It wasn't nothing crazy. He sounded like most people from Toronto. And then it turned into some Jamaican shit. Then it turned into uh, you know, the Jamaican island. Then it, like UK, London sounding. So, I don't know. He just gets influenced, I guess, or whatever. But I see where the guy's coming from. People just getting tired of... Uh, him taking their shit and running with it, so people are gonna call him out now. That's all. Oh yeah. So it is what it is. Like maybe he should uh not enjoy the music. You can embrace them and big them up and and get these people from over there exposure, but don't take their style and profit off of it. Mimic their talk, mimic their sound, just to get ahead. You said I was going to be the one talking all over about it. You're the one that took over. Oh, my bad. How dare me speak? Maybe you're the one that likes Streak more than me. Okay. (laughs) Um, You're not saying nothing, so. Well, I said I understand where that sentiment comes from. That's what I'm saying. Do you want to speak on Notre Dame? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay, so the famous cathedral in Paris was on fire yesterday, and it destroyed, like, a large majority of the building, and people were devastated. Me, personally, I don't know if I'm being insensitive, probably, but... I didn't think it's. Why did it come? I don't understand why it was such like a, an emotional event. You know, I'm like it's just a church burning. Like, you can reconstruct it. You could put out the fire. Nothing's gonna happen to the church. It's not like people died. I don't know. To me, it wasn't really that significant of an emotional matter. But people were just in an outcry. For some reason. 
I don't know. I Maybe think I'm a heathen. Media, no, social media gives everybody the chance to, uh, you know, show out and turn up. And, you know, you have people posting videos, crying and all this crying? shit. This is, I mean, look, if people are upset about the church, I'm not going to be mad at you. Be upset. I'm not upset. I don't care. I'm going to keep it real with you. I, I don't care. I'm not a religious person, for one. For two, I just don't care. I mean, I care more about it was a nice-looking building. It's old. It's a historic building, right? It's a shame it burned down. But it could be restored. It could be rebuilt. It could be updated with better materials. So it's an opportunity for that to happen. As far as the whole symbolism, and I don't care because at the end of the day, this is a what, a Catholic church building, right? I think so. Um, I'm sure plenty of young boys and young men were molested in there. Let's just keep it 100. Let's not forget about that. And what goes around comes around. That building's been around for, what, a thousand years or some shit? I don't know. I'm sure it's a lot of skeletons in those closets and walls in there. And that shit probably deserves to burn. Like, people want to forget about that. All them damn priests in there were raping them boys and shit. <laughs> you know, it's it's it has a, it's a dark, you know, it has a dark past, too. So, I mean, good thing nobody got hurt, but I, I care less, to be honest with you. I don't care if people get mad at me. Like, they'll rebuild it. It'll be back for tourism. So, and also the thing that trips me up is in less than 20 in like 24 hours guess how much they raised to rebuild this church like billions 52 billion or something? 960 million dollars to rebuild it damn oh, oh it's gonna get rebuilt but is how <laughs> so it's easier to get money to rebuild a church than to get money to actually help people that's the fucked up Is that part. still an active church? Or is it just a, like a monument like type of mm. historic place where they actually have service in there still or no? I just saw it from the outside. I don't Cause know. Because I'm sure there was insurance on that shit anyway. You know, I, I mean, I don't... I don't really care. It's crazy how... The world can come together, donate nine hundred million for that. But in Flint, Michigan, there's people that don't have clean water to drink and bathe with, and nobody gives a fuck. Well, not only there, but around the world, there's thousands, millions of poor people starving, not having enough vaccines or access to like hospitals, but yet. They think spending money on rebuilding the church is going to save crazy, them. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You got the uh, natives. The natives in this country are fighting every day. So pipelines don't get fucking ran through their reservations and shit. And nobody's helping them out. Nobody's raising money for them, you know. But anyway, I just thought... It was built in... 1163. Yeah, mad long ago. So I don't, you know, I'm glad nobody got hurt, but I don't care. It'll be built.
better and it'll have fucking Wi-Fi and everything. So, what else do you have? Mm. I want to talk about Beyonce. Oh, no. You want to talk about Queen Bay? Your Queen Bay? I'm disappointed in the Beehive. I came for your neck last podcast. No one took the bait. I was ready for y'all. Maybe no one wants to read your post. But anyway, um, Beyonce released uh, some shit on Netflix about her. Is it based off of her Coachella? Yeah. From last year? Yeah. Her Coachella performance that had, you know, women all up and hot and and bothered, you know. uh, This is the only thing I'm going to say. I haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it. At some point, because I just want to see, I don't know, I don't think, I, I doubt I'll make it through the whole thing, because uh, I'm not a Beyonce Just say you're part of the Bay Hive, no, boo. I'm not, I'm yes. Not. Beyonce has never been my, don't get me wrong, beautiful woman, uh, I've said it before, Who Run the World Girls video, one of my favorite videos, as a video, this shit was dope. Um... And the Shakira video was hot and shit, but uh, I don't get the mania that women get so crazy. Like, women go into some type of, not all, but her fans go into some type of psychosis trance when it comes to Beyonce. They get all outrageous. I've never seen the craze like this. I don't even think Michael Jackson fans were crazy like this. Anthony. Nah, I'm dead the ass. The Michael this Jackson like, fans were faint at the sight of this man. Well, it's the same level then. It's, it's like a that. Thing. It was higher. Elvis. It was it's higher like with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Elvis fans probably tied. Beatle, Beatle fans. Beatle fans and Beyonce fans. Beyonce like fans are below. What do you mean? They're lesser of people? No, as in, in terms of reaction nah. and fandom. Do you see how to, no, look, this Do is a different. Do they faint when they look at Beyonce? I, I, mean, don't, I don't know, but they it's don't. a different, you know why? Because they have, Beyonce fans have more access to Beyonce than Michael Jackson fans had to Michael and Elvis and the Beatles because of social media. You can, if you're fiending for Beyonce and you're in a beehive, there's a, a hundred different pages to feed all your Beyonce needs with her family and her kids and her outfits and just her performances and just her videos. And you can go to her website and you can go to her pages, right? And get, so you can get your fix 24 seven. You couldn't get that with, you know, the other big stars, but these new stars. And I think amongst the new stars, you know, Beyonce fans are the craziest. I've never seen a rabbit fan base and these women are embarrassing I read some of the comments people staying up to 4am and all this shit to watch the whole thing don't get me wrong like if there's a release coming out um you know I've stayed up for uh what was it the kids see ghost thing but it was a different thing it was actual live album release and I didn't even make it. Like, I was, I went to sleep. I wasn't going to deprive myself of sleep. It was like, oh, this is supposed to drop at 12. I was up to, catch, you know, try to catch it. And if the shit was delayed, fuck it. I went to sleep. I just caught it the next day. But, I don't know. I don't get it. 
but the you know the beehive is out there strong, going crazy. She's talented, but I just I don't I don't see it. I don't know. What do you have any comments? Uh, I know you scared of the beehive, so I'm not scared. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna see that Netflix thing. I'm not interested. So I want to see it just to see. I want to have something to talk about on the podcast, or you know, I'll probably watch it this weekend or at work. So where yeah. people are like, oh, she works so hard. She works so hard. Well, I'm not, like, she don't have shit else to do. Like, what do what you do mean? You why? Why are you dismissing her work? No, ethic? no, no. Look, that's, that's what you're her doing. Job. But you still need to have a good work ethic. But people act like she goes to work and she's studying and she's doing this. This is what she does. Like, and she works hard. Yeah, you gotta work hard if you want to sing and dance and do this show, elaborate okay, show. Okay, people commend her because she's like the only one really doing that nowadays. That's what she has to do, though. Can she really just? I mean, can she, she doesn't do, have to do. Can that. she do a Mariah style? She could. Just walk okay, she could, but then she won't be as big. Oh, Mariah's still pretty big. She can't just dance. She can't just sing. She has to, if she wants to keep that, you know, her zombie fan base, she has to go hard. Whitney Houston could just sing. And that was Look at enough. Rihanna. Rihanna don't go that hard. She chilling. She don't give a fuck. Well, that's because she's pursuing other business ventures, and that's just not the type of artist she is. Everyone's a different type of artist. Oh, look at you defending Beyonce. I'm just saying, you could... I, I look, agree. I'm not saying she you doesn't work hard. You, you cut me off the whole podcast, but go ahead. I'm saying I agree with you about her fan base doing too much. But I'm not gonna sit here and say she doesn't work hard. Yeah, but people are saying like, oh, she worked like she's some type of, you know, world leader or some shit. Like, yo, yeah, she works hard on singing and dancing, something she's very good at. It's not like she's building a fucking uh, nuclear reactor, you know. And it's like, oh my god, I don't believe she's doing. Look, you don't believe she's doing the same shit she's been doing since. She was 16 years old? Well, unfortunately, like, people... Write a book. Impress me. Like, unfortunately, impressed. people don't praise that. They don't praise intellectual achievements. I'm not saying she has to be out there fucking building a nuclear reactor or some shit. I'm just saying... You just said it. I'm not saying she has to be doing that. I'm just saying don't come at my neck about she works hard when that's what she does. And she's always did. I would say that for a damn nerd that only, you know, had a fucking chemistry set since you were five. And then, you know, now that you're 45, you know, people are saying, oh, you work so hard on chemistry. Like, that's all you fucking did. Like, that's what you do for fun. You know, go run a marathon or something. That's then you're working hard. So anyway, I will watch it. You know, I'm not. I don't hate her. You hate Beyonce. I don't hate Beyonce. Those, I just Honestly, said I'm a big fan of her girls' video. I like some of her videos. I got over Beyonce after her first album. I'm not. I think she does too much afterwards. I understand she gives women 
makes women feel empowered, but I'm just saying, simmer down with that shit. God damn, y'all be acting like y'all ready to catch a body for Beyonce. So, is there anything else, or are we good here? You don't want to talk to me more? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to speak about Michelle Obama's divorced dad comments. Uh, Go ahead, I'm confused. Okay, then I'll read it for you. Per CNN, in an interview in London for her new memoir, Becoming, which I read, former First Lady Michelle Obama delivered a stinging assessment of the state of American politics and specifically of President Donald Trump. Mrs. Obama said, We come from a broken family. We are a little unsettled. Sometimes you spend the weekend with divorced dad that feels like fun, but then you get sick. This is what America is going through. We are living with divorced dad. End quote. Yeah, I really don't fucking understand what she means, but okay. I mean... She's saying that living in an America with Donald Trump is like living with a parent... With the non-custodial with the I guess the other dad with the dad when you when they're divorced I don't you know I think that's kind of sexist to say now if if, if Obama would have said oh it's like living with a divorced mom then people would be coming for his neck well, women would be tearing his fucking people are coming, trachea out people are coming for her neck well, they should because I love Michelle Obama. I think she's great, just like everybody else thinks she's great, right? I just think that was a not a smart thing to say in this day and age, you know. Like, so actually, living with a divorced dad can be fun for some. Some not every divorced dad is, you know. Had to live with. Some <laughs> kids have more fun with their dad. What if the mom's a bitch or something? Or you know what I mean? What if she's a fucking alky? What if dad's fun? What if your dad's fucking uh? I don't know. Who? Dad's fucking uh Will Jeff Smith? Bezos or some shit. Will Smith, somebody with bread and it's fun. What if your divorced dad's Russell Wilson or something? You know, a great dad, so I don't like that type of guy, so I don't know. She should have just said something else. Yeah, um I didn't I didn't think she should have said that. I think it's pretty insensitive to all the dads out there that are that do have to deal with the whole custodial arrangements and only getting the weekend visitations. I mean, in some cases, yeah hanging out with the dad is not great but in other cases it is like it's really a case by case situation I just don't think that's that describes Donald Trump though I just think that's a bad analogy or whatever like is that what it's like I don't think that's what it's like I think it's just like having some fucking wild man so that's why she's saying like the divorce dad is like the fun person, the reckless person, but it's not like the the is responsible one. Yeah, I guess. 
This is what CNN is assessing. Uh, maybe they need to ask her what exactly she meant by that. Did she say what she meant by that? Mm, it's confusing because, for one, you're whatever, divorced parent shaming. Yeah. Which is not cool. She should be a little bit more clear about that. And it's just not a good comparison. You can compare him to so many things, but a divorced dad? He's not even divorced. I don't know. It's just... I don't think it was a good comparison. And I think it's hurtful to all the dads that are really trying to be a good parent and, you know, just be there for their kids. I just, I just don't think it's a good description. That doesn't fit. I don't know what made her think you of that. You could be a divorced parent and be awesome and be fun for your kids. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she means, I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's just weird. I don't think she should say shit like that. And I think, again, if a man said the same shit in her position, they'd come for his fucking neck. Women have to start, uh... But people are coming for her neck. As they should. But like I was saying, about to say, like... You know, no disrespect to women. Here we go. Nah, I'm just dead ass. Like, I think women need to... Need to start being a little bit more responsible with some of the things they say now. Like, we get it for the beginning of time, men have been mad reckless and still to this day are reckless all the fucking time. But don't be better. Don't be, you know, don't start getting into your your bag where it's like, oh, we're just gonna, since we have you know, we got men in the corner now, let's just start going crazy with these comments. Like, what? What? Wait, say it again? It feels like men are kind of more on trial now as a whole these days. And rightfully so, right? Because of history and shit. But now it's starting to feel like women are starting to say like, are like not being, are throwing all their caution to the wind with some of the things they say. Like, you can't to to combat uh, men being sexist. You can't be sexist back. I don't think that's the smart thing to do. I think you have to be like above that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I don't think I think that's what's starting to happen now. Like not just with Michelle, but like the Cardi thing. You know, her saying she used to drug men and rob them. And it gets a pass. I'm not saying she shouldn't be, be fined or brought on charges, but it's like, let's start to look at when women say crazy stuff. Just say, look, now, how we feel if, you know, a man said this. Not You don't have to, like, put her on trial or nothing, but just say, hey, how we feel if a man said this? Would that be right? Okay, well, you know, just a small, you know, m- Michelle should be checked for this. That's all. Nothing crazy. 
Well, she is being checked, and yeah, I do think certain things that women say are a little. Sometimes it is overboard. Sometimes it's not justifiable. I just think maybe we are getting too comfortable in like saying things. <laughs> like I don't agree with women making false accusations or like outrageous claims about harassment. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you're doing too much. I think people should say with you know, everybody has a right to their opinion and everything entitled to their opinion but god damn let's just uh try to be better i think everybody's doing too much talking and not enough thinking before they talk yeah i think it seems like she had like word vomit but this was like said in a joking manner but you gotta watch that if you're a public figure and shit like. she was joking with stephen colbert Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know that. That's kind of different. That's just her trying to be funny, and it wasn't a good joke. Kind no, of. yeah. So, in that case, okay, I get it. She was on with a comedian, and her being the smart, you know, that's some type of smart people humor. You know, she's an incredible woman, but... If she's talking to Colbert, that's that type of comedy. I get it. She probably said it and her audience giggled. And you just got to be careful. Because everything you say can and will be used against you. But yeah, I do think women should be held accountable in the same level as men. I don't know. Red is wrong. Red if she is was right. joking, though, and it was in a joking manner, okay, I get it. But I didn't know what the context was. I'm not going to cancel Michelle. Like, no, this that. is not a cancelable thing, but I think it could be hurtful for like dads that are trying to do their best to raise their child, even if they're no longer with the mom, you know? You know people just need to say less Some these days. People just say too much, talk too damn much sometimes. That's what we're doing. <laughs> What do you mean that's what we're doing? As a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just we're just discussing what goes on. But I'm just saying, like, my whole thing is say what you want, but think before you speak more. Think before you tweet more. Do you think before you speak? I try to. Mm. You know what I mean? If I'm trying to entertain or whatever, it's one thing. But, like, that's the one thing going back to Nipsey that I appreciate about him the most before I even really got I mean I I listened to his music before this not heavy but I I had you know songs that I liked from him um and I got into his album recently you know I've been I was meaning to get into it back when the Grammys came but I've been listening to it it's dope and even before that I would just see clips of him a lot and it always looked like, no matter when, like even from the beginning, kind of, and as he started you know, getting older, he would just think before he spoke. That's what I noticed about him. It seemed like he was always, they ask him something, and he'd think. Then he would speak. So I think that was like a real dope thing about him. He always seemed to think before he would just say. He wasn't just a, 
a rapper that was just ah oh, blah 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 blah. He would just actually put thought behind shit he would say. So I think everybody should just kind of try to think before you say shit. I mean, he was smart, so. But you That's could see why. it, like you see some of the interviews. It was like he would actually take a second and like think, then talk, like simple shit that people don't do anymore. So I mean, he was always like reserved. Maybe it was the cush or whatever, but he definitely thought before he let shit out of his mouth. So that's all I have. I don't know. I think that's all I have, too. Uh, yeah. That's that's it. Um, we kind of had a recent milestone, right? Oh, God. But you don't want to talk about that. If you're going to talk about how great I am, then go ahead. Okay. Uh, we just celebrated our three-year um, anniversary of our relationship. We're so, married. No, JK. we're not married. <laughs> See uh, how quick he dismissed that? <laughs> no, but it's worth mentioning as a timestamp. Uh... You know, so. He did good, you know. He brought flowers. You don't have to get into all. Oh. Uh, okay. No, you, I mean, if you want, whatever. I know you want the shine. No, I don't want no, you know, shine. I'm just saying, it's, I'm acknowledging three years. Uh, you know, we've came a ways, we're still going, and now we have a podcast together. <clears throat> That's great. Wow. That was so sentimental. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for uh oh, listening again if you are listening and again you can reach us at a uh, couple reactions pod at gmail dot com and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Alright, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.